Tara. I'm Ryan. We love Disney movies. So we decided to watch them all, from Snow White to Encanto and beyond. Each episode, we'll watch a different Walt Disney Animated Studios film and tell you all about it. Did we like it? Does it hold up? Who's our favorite hero? Or villain? We'll give you history and fun facts about each movie. And sometimes we'll invite our friends to watch along with us. So put on your tiara. Or your evil crown. And join us on our adventure. This is Taryn Ryan's Princess Diaries. Hello, listeners. We are here today with a mini tale. Uh, the plan had been to do Disenchanted, but we have called an audible. It got bumped. It got bumped. Um, before we get started on today's episode, I would like to issue an apology to <laughs> Melissa McCarthy and her estate. Uh, I At one point, I think I've been documented on this very podcast as saying that she was a bad choice for the role of Ursula. And then we went and saw The Little Mermaid We are today. eating our words. We are eating our words. That and Flounder does not look nearly as sickly as I, he does in the trailer. I would <laughs> Which say he me. does. He looks a little plasticky in this. There are parts where I literally went, is that just a bobber? But I thought he looked better than... Uh, the, the shot I saw, his fins looked tattered, and I don't know what I saw. but Tattered? It, yeah. I don't know that he looked tattered. No, he didn't. But I'm saying, in whatever I saw in, the, in a trailer, a still shot of it or whatever but but uh, we saw today mere hours ago the 2023 live action version of the little mermaid and absolutely adored it it immediately for me shot to the top of the disney uh live action remakes which agreed uh, admittedly is not like a super high top tier yeah but definitely my favorite of them i will admit uh i went in going Okay, Tara, you know, I was like, you know, thinking I'd probably rather see Spider-Man this weekend or something else. Tara wants to see this. I know how important Little Mermaid is to her. I I knew I was going to enjoy it, but I was like, don't be critical, too critical. She's going to really enjoy this. And afterwards, you have to be like, yeah, it was great. I loved it. I I legitimately liked it. And there were parts where I was like kind of pumping my fist in the the seat. I loved it. I, I was surprised at how much I liked it. I... Uh, We have a text thread with Jeremy, who was our guest on The Little Mermaid on our episode. So go back and listen to that. If you have or haven't, go listen to it. It's a great episode. Mm -hmm. But uh, he went to see it, I think, opening weekend. I think he got he was at a special screening or something, something that was like a little early, but like the weekend of or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, you know, raved about it, but obviously without giving too many details. And that's the one thing I will say. We'll probably do a pre and post like detail thing because I do want to talk about some details, but yes, we'll we'll have a yeah. little chime, and that'll mean that'll be if you haven't seen it. I mean, it's hard to say spoilers. There are some things that are different. But it. well, and the other thing that I want to say too is, you know, I almost want you to go see it and then listen to this episode because I don't want to hype it. But I can't help but hype it. Do you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I feel like for people, if they hear like a lot of hype about a movie then they go in and they're disappointed yes but this is going to be a lot of hype because it was very good i there were so many things that i absolutely loved about it there was rarely a change made in it that i said i wish they had made this change same i there and, were, and there were things that were different it was mostly the same story and stuff there were a little there bit was some new music there was character growth there was eric has a an i want song which i find boring and uninspiring 
That was probably my lowest point in the whole thing. Actually, there were two of the lowest points. I'm now going to reveal the lowest, the thing I thought was absolutely egregious, and that is Triton <laughs> coming out of the water. Okay, so so Javier Bardem is Triton, and I have a lot of respect for Javier Bardem. I have a little bit of a man crush on him. I think he's, he's an incredibly attractive man. His 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 accent is sexy. His like the deepness of his voice mm-hmm. is very sexy. So he did a very good. I actually think he did an okay job as Triton because I liked uh, Kenneth Mars. I think was the actor who did the voice. Like his portrayal is like big and scary in parts, but also just very goofy and kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And, and and he's Javier Bardem. He's got a lot more gravitas. And I don't know that the character needed gravitas. I, I liked him. He was good. Still good. But at the end when he emerges from... If you've seen The Little Mermaid. I'm not spoiling anything in this movie if you've seen the actual Little Mermaid. Yeah, when he, comes, he out, comes out When he comes out of Ariel. the water into the air, because it's real hair... It, it looks, looks like, like he a got drowned caught in a rat. storm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, There's no way they could have made that look good. And it, it's mostly yeah. because like they're clearly doing CG, and we're going to talk a little bit about that stuff here in a sec, when they're underwater and their hair is going, and so they get to make it look so good. Their hair looks so good underwater. So like, this, I, the second he's above water with a wet wig, <laughs> it looks so yeah, ridiculous. It looks matted a little bit. but I, was, Tara, it does not look matted a little bit. It looks bad, like a yeah. drowned rat. <laughs> it looks... used, And that was the term you used that on the way true. out of the I did. theater. Because, I, yeah. uh, when the movie opens, uh, you hear the instrumental theme of Part of Your World, and I cried. I actually was emotional in the mere moments that it opened. Yes. I cried during the whole time I of had to tell, Part of I Your had World. To shush Tara a lot I couldn't the stop talking because, like, start making comments, I should say, because it just, I was... Like floored. There were so many moments where I was just like, this is so good. I can't believe they nailed this. I can't believe they got this. Or I love what they did here. The first scene of Ursula, I was like, I'm here for it. Like my jaw dropped. Like it was perfect. It was the perfect amount of camp and it was the perfect amount of like mis- mystery because like we don't really see all of her yet in that first scene. And so it was really cool to like kind of start to see like how she moves, but the the movement of Melissa McCarthy as Ursula was fascinating to me. The movement of Ariel as well. Um, we I was desperate to watch behind the scenes footage. There's not a ton. There's a lot that's like cut in different ways. So it's like the same behind the scenes footage in every video we could right. find. So I'm hoping that more will be released or they'll put it out when they release this on Blu-ray. But the rig that Haley, right? Is that how you say it? Haley? Haley. Haley Bailey. The rig that Hallie is in, in air, like she's not in the water. And that was the other thing that was wild to me is they really did no filming underwater. So that's all. It looked like they, there was a shot in a couple of the making of where it was just some stunt people in. In tanks. In tanks. That I think were also training her. They were divers. In mo, Well, no, no. There was ones where there were literally people in divers in mocap suits, which it wasn't. Hallie ba- Bailey. I always, I always want to say Hallie Barry. Yeah, and I feel like I'm getting twist, tongue twist tied in the name. Let's yeah. just call her Ariel because I want to say she was Ariel as much as Jodie Benson was Ariel. This is all. This is the best, like 
portrayal. Like she yeah, took over the role. She embodied the yes. character so well and the core workout that she had to do. Because again, we saw this rig. This rig was very cool that it's, she's in to to do this stuff. They hold her feet, but it's her moving. And she's like inside of this circle. It's like, yeah, it's like a 360 thing she could spin around in so she can... It, it, it looks like she's flying. And she. it was funny because I remember when I was watching it, there's a shot where it's just like her swimming kind of towards and past the camera and like, you know, Sebastian's behind her being like, Ariel, you can't do this. And like, all I started laughing and I, I don't know if anyone knew why. It's because I'm going, God, the amount of crunches yeah. this woman had to do. She's got an amazing core like strength. I'm like, oh, I do too. And I will point out there's a, there's a scene at so at the end all the 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 mermaids come out to say goodbye to Ariel and it's like abs, abs, abs. And then I turn to Terry I'm like, "Oh, how come we can't get a fat mermaid?" She goes, "Cuz they're swimming all the time." <laughs> I went, "That's a good point. I don't think they're fat fish." So I that makes complete total uh, sense. If you to watch me. the new documentary Mer People on Netflix, there are mermaids of all sizes. So, but the one thing that I want to say I hope someone, because there are people who make like professional mermaid tails after watching that documentary. Mm -hmm. I hope she gets to swim in a mermaid tail because I'm like, it looks like she's swimming in a mermaid tail. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, but, and maybe she doesn't want to. I was about I don't to say know. maybe now she's like, I don't. I just like I want to sit on a, a wheelie chair yeah, for the rest of yeah. my life. Maybe she has no desire to do that. But everything to me felt like it was like they were in the water filming and that's what kind of blew my mind and that's what I want I want a whole behind the scenes of how did you as artist as digital artist and I sat through all the credits and saw <laughs> the hundreds of hundreds of uh, so many people who worked on this film in different sections and there were marine like um trainers and coaches they use different mm -hmm. terms now I don't remember what they were and you know they had water safety people and all this stuff uh at the end they did put in memory to Howard Ashman and then I cried again so uh yeah there were so many emotions but I genuinely laughed a lot in this movie some of it I feel like was legitimately laughing at jokes some of it was just joyous laughter yeah. at like look at Melissa McCarthy's performance Aquafina also legitimately funny. Sebastian mm -hmm. had the when he's hiding in the shell and she flips it over and you see him go, "Hey girl!" Yes, like he just yes. said that he had such like. Uh, I didn't expect him to be there. I didn't expect. <laughs> yeah, him to you be kind there. of forgot he was in the scene. Yeah, he's in. It's when she's. Oh, so this is a cool moment too. Do we want to like say? Let's do the chime, maybe. Okay, so yeah. I guess the thing we want you to take away from this right now is if you're like kind of on the fence about seeing it, I, I think you should. Um, you know, we talk. We talked to some like I've never done this in a theater before. Afterwards, this you know these two little girls in mermaid dresses. One which, was wearing it was Haley. Haley. Ha Haley. Ba Haley. Haley Bailey's. <laughs> it was her or mermaid. It was her as Ariel. Our show should just be called Mispronunciation Theater. <laughs> like that should just be it. Uh, but it was it was her as Ariel on her dress. So I loved it. I love that she was wearing merch from the movie. And then the other little girl was in like a very sequined sparkly like mermaid dress. It looked dress. like there was a tail. Like yeah. she could walk around and you could see her feet. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't a, a, an actual an tail actual but the tail, tail yeah. was on it. And we said you know like Tara of course was like I love your dress. And then as soon as they went in the bathroom the mom turned back to us and goes what did you guys think? Like immediately was like let's talk about the movie. Did you guys go see it, you know and we were like yeah i think we were probably in your showing and uh talked to us afterwards and you know she was like i've heard i just heard so many people give like middling reviews of it and i thought it was wonderful so i think if you love the little mermaid like if you're like i mean I, you're listening to this podcast 
I'm willing to bet you're going to enjoy this, even if you didn't like the other ones. Somebody said they watched it on the Facebook page, and they agreed with us. That they thought it was the best, and they're like, I don't usually like the live action ones, but this one was pretty good. I, I, I think that'll be the worst review. Yeah, and I think the music is so emotional, and if you're like emotionally or nostalgically connected to the music, I think that alone does... does does some of it like as far as the meaningful connections but also I would recommend please go see it in the theater I do think that seeing it on a big screen makes a difference now I haven't seen it on a tv screen yet and I will be re-watching it I almost want to go to the theater and see it again to be quite honest but I think there's something about I will say Ursula's poor unfortunate souls on a big screen is amazing like her whole layer like how they designed it and the way that they do the lighting of different um different things that are in her layer and how she's done up again I don't want to say too much about her because I kind of want to leave it for you to watch it because I didn't know a lot of the details about what she looked like and how she moved in the water you don't see a lot even in Mm -hmm. the trailers they keep it kind of a mystery and I I love that they did that because it's so cool. It is so cool. Like, I cannot say enough things. And it's not just that scene, but there's so much. She's um, doing a Pat Carroll Ursula impression. But I would say this is potentially Melissa McCarthy's best role I've seen her in. So good. So good. Like, and, even, and she's doing it well. And we saw an interview clip. We were watching a lot of things to try to get new clips <laughs> because all yeah. of these are spliced together. And one interview mentioned a fact that she did do drag at one point in she New did, York City. She was City. a drag performer. And we knew that she has a love for drag and, and talks about how much she loves drag and, and loves that enter, that form of entertainment and that community. But I don't think I knew that she was an, a performer, it's which inter- I thought was really fascinating it's to It's interesting learn. to me because I didn't know women did drag until fairly recently when that one drag queen was going up and speaking in front of the Texas legislature against, you know, anti-trans anti-drag bills out here yeah and uh found out that she was uh as they call as they say afab uh assigned female at birth Mm -hmm. um and i don't know that she's trans i think she's considers her she still identifies as a woman but also does drag like has a drag went in a drag character and does this whole thing i just i just think that's interesting so to hear that melissa mccarthy did that like makes sense watching this performance because she's hamming it up in just a very specific in the best way oh she's so good so, now we did say we were going to do a chime and kind of go into a little bit more of the differences and maybe things like that but one thing I want to say before we go is talking for another reason to see it is seeing it on the big screen the underwater stuff looks so, so beautiful cool. on the it's big so good it's like finding I remember seeing Finding Nemo the big screen just being enamored mm, with, mm-hmm. with, with all that and it feels a lot like that's very colorful very bright wonderful There's, beautiful and I remember at one point during the movie turning to Tara and going, I have yet to see any compelling reason for her to leave the water. <laughs> like, why would you yeah. want to go to the service world? This is great. Yeah, <laughs> I I like that. Uh, there's a lot of details, a lot of the different sea life and sea creatures that they bring in, especially in Under the Sea. You see a lot of different things. I know you have a, a little thing. Can we talk about the one thing we saw in the, the, oh, behind in the, the making of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a part where it's like, She's kind of interacting with all this different sea life, and there's a part where she's 
she gets sat down and all of a sudden the rock she's on starts moving and she's sitting on the back of these sea turtles that are marching and and then they showed the behind the scene and it's just dudes in like all blue all blue you know blue screen stuff and it's she's literally sitting on it and they're just she's sitting on someone's back as they're moving <laughs> yeah like, and then there's ridiculous. like the little like uh the little mock-up of Sebastian that they make. Is on so another she's singing one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and looking at like where Sebastian will be. That's another thing is they they wrote her a whole new song. And like anytime they could give uh, Halle Bailey like extra lines or a harmony because girls got pipes. Oh my God. Her girls voice is got so pipes. good. The, the, when, the, the famous like, you know, I don't know how I, you know, whatever. That build up. That yeah. build up. And then the, the final note. She goes like even higher That's so and nails it with no problem. She, really her voice is amazing. So I'd be like, it's weird that uh, Ariel was singing along with Ursula on Poor Unfortunate Souls, but let's give her some more lines. It was like, literally, she should have just sang every yeah. song. Well, and Under the Sea, she had like a little <laughs> yes. like calm response kind of a thing. Go- I think it was calm response. I yes. don't know. But it was something going on that was cool. J- just to jump into a difference, they literally give her a song after she's lost her voice and it's like going on in her head. That's how much they're like, we need more songs from Also, her. I love that song. <laughs> I thought that was a great song. addition. But we're going to talk more about the differences after this chime in just a second. Go see the movie. Or maybe check a- it out and then come back. Maybe a splash of water. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so one of the biggest changes I think in this movie is they added a lot of stuff for Eric, which some of it, the, he also has a song that I could take or leave. Like it does nothing to progress the story. It's weak and get like it's, he has a whole scene explaining his motivations and then he sings about it. It's the thing I hate in musicals. That is, this is a song that does nothing. It just extends an emotion. Yeah. I think if, if, you wanted it to be shorter that's probably what i would cut but i think he had his voice was fine i enjoyed his singing yeah he's a good singer and um but yeah but i like all the other additional stuff with eric i like that his library is like her grotto that was very cool he's curious they talked about in in the making of he's he's curious about the outside world yeah he's curious about the sea and the uncharted waters and he he's an explorer like he Mm -hmm. he wants to to like discover and meet people and and explore just like she wants to explore above the ocean like you know in the mainland so there's cool commonalities there that they add it that i really like she literally like sneaks into his hiding place like you're saying and it's built like her grotto with all this other stuff and there's a part where he goes, they found this sea rock at the bottom of the oh, ocean. Oh, you shouldn't. Re- okay, well, yeah, we'll just watch yeah. this. I it's very funny, but I scenes. feel like we didn't expect it coming and we got a, a better laugh from it, it because it of it. It does. And then it's like, cuts to, isn't it like, she's staying up late and he's just talking like she's not talking but he's she keeps bringing out new maps for him to be like what's yeah, this what's yeah. this what's he's this? like naming places he's been or places he's heard of on these maps her, yeah his day out with her and the market oh, is much longer like it's all stuff adding to yes they're still like th- only really know each other for three days but like you go wow i kind of get why these people they fell in love and felt such a a, conne- a kinship and yeah, a connection. And a connection. And uh, the way, we won't go into it, but the way that she tells him how to say her name is funny. Uh, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's, yes, it's not, it, you know. There's thought into it. I feel like there's a lot of stuff behind it of like, why didn't she just write down everything for him? 
And do we to, know that she knows how to write? That's what I was going to say. Yeah, is we like, never... They, they, she sees books and she's like, what are these? And what's this? And yeah. I don't know. I don't know that there's a mer writing. But can we spend the next solid 20 to 30 minutes talking about Melissa McCarthy? Oh my God, she was so good and I'm so sorry. When she was cast, I was like, I don't see it. I don't get it. I, yeah, they're I, just using her because she's but fat. Mr. White Piece of Toast director, he was so boring in all the interviews we Rob saw. Marshall. But he's just boring. He doesn't have like a lot of inflection. Like, he, he, he just says things. Well, he does, but he, he builds up to nothing. Yeah, he goes, it's weird. He goes... Guys, when you see Melissa McCarthy, she's like nothing you've seen before. And I'm like, and they cut to Alan Macon. He's like, oh, and like Alan Macon's like giving emotion into it. Animate it. Animated, like whatever. Excite it. Yeah. She's, and I will say like, I was like pumping my fist during poor unfortunate souls. She sings so well. She adds a, you tell, she can tell she got a few ad libs, but it's used extremely sparingly. And every time she does it, I legit laughed. Yeah. Well, and what I was, the reason why I brought the director up is because he said something specific about when we audition people for these parts, we wanted them to come and take the part. So she must have done that would be my assumption because when we heard she was cast in it, we couldn't see it we were like okay but i i don't know i feel like there are other people out there that they could have given a chance to it and she Mm -hmm. must have gone in there and just stole it from everyone she must have owned it and i'm so glad she did because it was an amazing performance and not just a poor unfortunate souls the whole movie yeah like every every time time she's on screen i'm captivated yes that's exactly what i was gonna say and i don't want to talk too much about the end but they do the end so well. I mean, the thing you can say is if you're wondering if they're going to change the end because it's too wackadoo to film, the answer is no. No, and it's... That's like I almost want to go and just see the end scene again. Like, well, there's so much I want to see again for a second time. But I will say, the other thing I will say about this movie, it's there's some dark stuff in it. Like, Mm. they don't pull back a lot of the, like... Not necessarily like great for the youngest of kids stuff. Like the ending we were talking about, where Ur- Ursula grows big, is pretty frightening. It's scary, yeah. I mean, there's we saw a it lot with of kids. dead mermaids skeletons. Remember when she goes? Oh yeah. There's literally a part during Poor Unfortunate Souls where she talks about like the scene where she's like, I've ha- you know I've had some people like not fulfill their deal and I've had to do whatever. She holds up like eight skulls with her. Well, first it's one skull and I was like, that's dark. And then her tentacles all pop up. And that's the other cool thing is all the things that they have her tentacles do. Like independent of her and then also with her, I think is cool. I was a little disappointed that she had eight tentacles and not six like she does Mm, in the movie. Because do you remember that that Pat Carroll explained? Yes. That she, they go, why does she only have six? She's not, well, first of all, she's a squid. (laughs) And second of all, it's cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm really hoping there's going to be more behind the scenes stuff that comes out, even if it's stuff that's like on the Blu-ray or whatever, mm-hmm. because whole time I was so fascinated. Triton has a really cool design where um, he appears at one point in the movie in like this school of fish swimming all around and then he appears, but then it becomes his cape. Yes. And that was like a really creative, like interesting. And that's what I will say about this whole movie is... When they made a design change, it was like creatively done. It felt like there was a lot of thought. There was a lot of attention and care. And and all the interviews we saw with Lin-Manuel Miranda and Alan Menken, like Lin-Manuel Miranda knew what kind of shoes he was stepping into. Like we've talked about in the Moana episode that he was very much 
inspired to do what he does because mm-hmm. of um, Howard Ashman. And I think because you had them working on it together, you had somebody who did the original and then you had somebody who had so much love and care for it. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of I think that's part of why it worked. I, I don't know how you feel, but I, I feel that everyone who is involved in this film also really cared about Little Mermaid. Yeah. And uh, Holly, Haley, Hallie, Hallie. Uh, apparently you can say that name lots of different ways and I've said it every way but the correct way (laughs) but she talks about in one of the interviews like of course I wanted to be Ariel growing up I saw that movie it changed my life and this is how and and I think that's what's so cool about this too is it's a generation of people who saw Little Mermaid loved Little Mermaid loved these characters and now they get a chance to be these characters and Mm -hmm. I think that's really cool too if you also get a chance, like try and see it in a family friendly viewing so you can maybe get some kids in there because they're always, you know, f- like there's a part where during Kiss the <laughs> Girl so good. where like Flounder starts spitting water over the thing and it's kind of bioluminescent. It looks like the looks jump really cool water pads. from Epcot. Yeah. And Eric looks over, and then he gets sprayed in the face. And this kid about like four seats down from us loved that scene, like yeah. really just like had this just joyous giggle. Uh, like we said, there were girl, little girls who were in dresses. Like it's just you know heartwarming to see it, and it's it's just it was a great movie. I think they handled some of the things we talked about in the episode about the um, agency of the Little Mermaid, about like a little bit of the general with Ariel, with Ariel the agents, the, the the general thing people have about princesses and how they fall in love with princes. And no time they did such a good job of that of you. Um, kind of getting why they came together they changed a little bit of the curse a little bit here and there the the woman who played vanessa seemed oh, to be really into it too i liked her a lot because she didn't really talk in her voice because it was either yes. ariel's her siren song or it was melissa mccarthy's voice as ursula but when she kind of lost it I was into it i thought that and like when yes. you start like hearing like it's no longer this other voice it becomes Melissa McCarthy's and the same thing when Melissa McCarthy kind of loses it when she's back as Ursula Wait, well because that if you remember that shot from the original movie where she's crawling directly yes. at the camera oh it's my horrifying gosh. and they recreate and they it recreated here and yeah. it, oh it's so good there's a bunch of shots that are pretty close recreations and lines too I felt like there were some I don't know it's not like direct, but I feel like there I think were a lot a of lines that are like, yeah, guys, yeah. But and I didn't mind that at all. I think we talked about this in the car on the way home. We're always like we want a uh, live action to do something new and creative, but it's this fine line of how far do you go from the original source material? And I there's no way you could have gone too far with this. Like if mm. you went too far no one would have been happy because everyone, the the original is so beloved. And I think they found ways to make it interesting and creative and new with still keeping the original source material. And that's what I really like. Like I liked Scuttle's song, or Scuttle's rap. I thought yes, was good. The, the Scuttlebutt song was, yeah. was good. Uh, so I think, I think they did a lot to make it new and interesting and then also bring back all that nostalgia and and what you absolutely love about the original. 
gang. I, I don't know what I, I wish there was more out for us to look into and find things and talk about. I, you know, I have no real interest in talking about the controversy. I will say at no point during I, my biggest quote unquote controversy going in was, am I going to accept whatever actress they do as as close to Ariel as possible? You know, much like when I saw Be- Beauty and the Beast, I'm like, that's Emma Watson. That's not Belle. Halle Bailey is Ariel. She is. She does an amazing job. She's different than the original Ariel in some ways, but just a a wonderful play the role. The new guy whose name I will never forget is Prince Eric. I like Prince Eric so much in this. Everybody, it's still Melissa McCarthy to me, but but dang, I'm like, Melissa McCarthy, you did such a good Ursula. They really embodied each character. They really, like, they brought something, I think they all brought something new to the character, but then Mm -hmm, they also mm -hmm. kept what you love about each one of those characters. I, th- I thought it was very good. I like Sebastian. We haven't talked about David Diggs at all, but I really enjoyed his voice work as Sebastian quite a bit as well. Uh, they're really, they, I don't really have any negative things to say. They did a good job keeping, I, th- I was like, he's going to really mess up this joke, the joke where he walks up to Trent and he goes, yes, like, and he does that. Yeah, he does the high voice. And he does it yeah. differently but this way. But it still was it's, delivered it's well. Solid, so yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Um, his, her sister's, the, the design and all his sisters are supposed to look like different types of fish and I didn't really get to look at that as much as I wanted to but the fins apparently that's a big deal I thought the fins looked amazing it wasn't yeah. just you know it was she had like such a colorful designer fit. I will say one thing that was weird is when she turns back into the mermaid did you think the noise sounded a little intense of like of I guess her feet ceiling? You don't see it. You just yeah. Hear it I, I think like, just that moment. I was like, oh no. That moment in general <laughs> just was a little intense because of the way it was filmed. I and think it had to be, but yeah. I like that they did that. I like that they didn't pull away from like the scarier mm-hmm. stuff. I did think though when she goes back into the sea, but she's wearing that blue dress and the blue dress gets caught on oh, something. You her I fin did was think tearing. that was the fin tearing. It's not. It's not. It's her dress. <laughs> but for half a second, I was like, oh goodness. Um, I, uh, the final thing on Melissa McCarthy, uh, there's, there's, there was part of me that was like, if we ever, this may be the first live action one we eventually someday down the line do a full episode. I on would a hundred percent do it. Melissa McCarthy, you know, Ursula is still our number one villain. I don't see her getting unthroned. Uh, possibly ever i don't know if we're going to restart the villain thing for when we do new sections and stuff but she's 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 our queen and i think melissa mccarthy i applaud your work i tip my hat to you i Mm -hmm. gladly oh look Mm, what a delicious slice of humble pie I'll be eating after saying everything I did. Um, nom, 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 nom. Oh, what's that? Oh, a crow just landed here. I think I'll eat some crow too. Um, <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Like I, I, uh, I am eating my words. Yeah. I am sorry. I know you're a big listener, Miss McCarthy. <laughs> and I'm so glad that you just you knocked, knocked it out, out of the, the park. park. Absolutely. You were dyna- yeah. dynamite. You said that at one point. You, go, you said that. I've, that was probably the best thing you said. Was, she was dynamite because I think that embodies this kind of showgirl drag like big light showman used car salesman that was something that um pat carroll would describe her as a shakespearean used car salesman yeah and just did such a great job and for nothing alone it's it's you know i had to go to the bathroom near the end of the movie and i was like i'm not leaving until melissa mccarthy is also off the her screen. facial expressions they keep showing it in that one um 
interview we saw but when all the tentacles again all the tentacle work was cool but they all like go up as if she's crossing a bunch of arms and then her head's up at the top yes. she does like this facial expression that's like so simple but so great at the same time with like this delivery of like one or two words mm-hmm. uh yeah i could i could probably spend another 30 minutes or more just raving about her but really the whole movie so if you've been with us this long um go see it Trust it's, us. it's really worth it i absolutely I was on the fence, you know, then we talked to Jeremy and then we're like, okay, we'll go see it in the theater. And I am so, I think I would have regretted it if it went to Blu-ray and then we watched it at home. I would have been bummed we didn't see it in the theater. Mm -hmm. So, Uh, Up next is another full episode with our last Disney full episode, our last like new Disney full episode in the animated animated series. We'll Uh, have done it. We'll have done it. Strange world. All right. Uh, And so we will see you next week, fairy tale friends. Take care, listeners. Thanks for listening to Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. If you've got a Disney story to share, a bone to pick with us, or just want to say hello, call the Princess Diaries hotline at 707-YO-TRPD-1. That's 707-968-7731. You can send us an email at trprincessdiaries at gmail.com. Tweet at us at TRP Diaries on Twitter or check out our Instagram at TR Princess Diaries. Join the Facebook group to post Disney memes, vote in our Disney theme brackets, and meet other fairy tale friends. Facebook.com slash groups slash TR Princess Diaries. Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever you hear us, please be our knight in shining armor and give us a five star review. Check out pods.link slash trprincessdiaries for all the places you can find us on the web, including how you can support us through our coffee account or our Redbubble merchandise store. Thanks again, and until next time, remember to always live happily ever after. Uh-huh.